This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, September 21st. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. GOP will use its clout on climate regs. Manchin backs Labor Wage and Hour Division nominee. Thune. GOP will use its clout on climate regs. No matter what happens in November, it won't be easy for congressional Republicans to block the Biden administration's regulatory agenda. But Senate Republicans do have some ability to block or delay nominations, a source of clout that will be significantly enhanced if the GOP wins control of the chamber in the midterm elections. We have some influence and some leverage points there. Senate GOP Whip John Thune, the South Dakota Republican, said at an event sponsored by Punchbowl News yesterday. One area that Republicans will target is the administration's efforts to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, including a plan by the Securities and Exchange Commission to force companies to track and disclose emissions from their supply chains. There are small lenders in places like South Dakota really worried about what this is going to mean, Thune said, suggesting methane emissions from cattle could be used to prevent producers from getting loans. Manchin backs Labor Wage and Hour Division nominee. Senator Joe Manchin said he will support the Biden administration's choice to lead the Labor Department's Wage and Hour Division, which oversees the H-2A farmworker program, a positive sign for the second nominee for the position. The West Virginia Democrat, along with Arizona Democrats Kirsten Simita and Mark Kelly, had voted against the previous nominee, David Wheel. The new pick is WHD Principal Deputy Administrator Jessica Lumen. Manchin's remarks came at an International Franchise Association conference, according to a Bloomberg report. IFA had strongly opposed Wheel. Thompson, NRCS Technical Service Provider Program is, quote, broken. House Ag Committee Ranking Member Glenn Thompson, the Pennsylvania Republican, said yesterday that the Natural Resources Conservation Service Technical Service Provider Program is broken. Thompson, speaking at a Conservation and Forestry Subcommittee hearing, said Congress needs to look at ways to improve the program so it has enough technical capacity on the ground. The program makes conservation technical experts available to help farmers with projects. Now take note, Michael Crowder, president of the National Association of Conservation Districts, said at the hearing that staffing is one issue hindering the program. He did note, however, that NACD has been working with USDA to provide conservation technical assistance grants, which conservation districts can use to hire staff. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, the third largest dairy co-op in the country. Edge is a powerful advocate of Washington for farmers throughout the upper Midwest. Among Edge's top priorities is milk pricing reform. Over its long history, the federal order system has aimed to serve farmers by ensuring the orderly marketing of fluid milk. But changing production and consumption patterns are rendering the system ineffective. 
Edge envisions changes that create flexibility, promote fairness, and strengthen the relationship between farmers and processors. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Thompson, other House Republicans provide WOTUS input to EPA and CORE. A group of high-ranking House Republicans is urging EPA not to stray beyond congressional authority in defining waters of the U.S. under the Clean Water Act. In a letter to EPA Administrator Michael Regan and Assistant Secretary of the Army for Civil Works Michael Connor, 15 ranking members of the House Committee, including Representative Glenn G.T. Thompson of House Ag, reiterated their call for a halt to any WOTUS rulemaking until after the Supreme Court issues a decision in a CWA case being argued next month. But they also said EPA should take into account the Supreme Court decision in West Virginia versus EPA, limiting EPA authority to regulate greenhouse gases from coal-fired power plants. EPA and the Army Corps of Engineers plan to issue a final rule establishing their jurisdiction for WOTUS before the end of the year, after the Supreme Court's arguments, but before the court issues a decision. FDA review says combination of factors contributed to infant formula shortage. An internal review of the Food and Drug Administration's response to a whistleblower complaint and its handling of a continuing infant formula shortage found that no single action can explain the events that occurred. The report by Steve Solomon, director of FDA Center for Veterinary Medicine, pointed to, quote, a confluence of systemic vulnerabilities, including lack of authority to require infant formula manufacturers to tell FDA, quote, when they become aware of a circumstance that could lead to a shortage of these products for U.S. consumers or to require manufacturers to put in place risk management plans. Simply put, if the FDA is expected to do more, it needs more, the report said. As the agency evaluates its workforce needs related to infant formula, regulation, and oversight, we recommend that it utilize the appropriations process to help secure the authorities and resources needed. One finding, inadequate processes and lack of clarity related to whistleblower complaints may have delayed the FDA's response to those complaints. A complaint sent via mail and other delivery systems by a confidential informant to agency leaders at FDA's White Oak campus was not delivered to the addresses. So what now? Well, FDA Commissioner Robert Califf said the agency, quote, has already updated some existing processes and procedures that will allow it to respond more quickly during a public health emergency. U.S. Global Leadership Coalition takes global food security message to United Nations. Its United Nations General Assembly Week in New York had a coalition of more than 500 American businesses and nonprofit organizations has a message for visiting dignitaries from around the globe. Food security equals national security. 
U.S. Global Leadership Coalition with diverse members such as Cargill, PepsiCo, Syngenta Seeds, UPS, Coca-Cola, Walmart, and Save the Children took out a full-page ad of the Wall Street Journal to draw attention to their message that global food security is necessary for local stability. The ad highlights the new U.S. GLC effort, Farmers for Prosperity, a network of agribusiness leaders committed to harnessing all American resources to feed the world. Well, here's today's He Said It. The Biden administration should be doing more to prioritize trade and develop additional market access, and this position being open for almost 20 months is a disregard for trade from this administration. That the word of Senator Chuck Grassley, the Iowa Republican, welcoming a Senate Agriculture Committee hearing this week for Alexis Taylor, Biden's nominee to be USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agriculture Affairs. Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, September 21st. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.